Double features. Double features. Double features. Hello and welcome to a late night double features special on the Oscars. Joe, did you see the Oscars? I saw the Oscars. I saw the Oscars too. Did you like the Oscars? Uh, I, I don't know if you can give me an opinion on it. I don't think I deserve an opinion on it. I'm just too white. That is the thing. Oscars are too white. So uh, white. And that's why there were so many black people in the Oscars this year. It was amazing. <laughs> because they're not racist, apart from they, they made didn't... a quite an obvious push, I think, to have only interviews with black people. Yeah, the vast majority of the interviews were with black actors or yeah, actresses. Yeah, you got, you got some others. You got Lee Schreiber at one point. He's... I mean, this might just be ABC's coverage of it. I don't know how other people covered it. I think I think uh, the Telegraph covered it by just having a camera, like some sort of te- sentry turret, sort of scanning across the red carpet, and some really boring person talking over it. Well, that seems less racist, because then, you know, <laughs> robots can't it's be racist. It's colourblind. Exactly, that's true equality. Um, but no, from the coverage that we watched, which was the ABC coverage, uh, it was a black presenter going up to almost exclusively black actors and actresses and with a massive guy oh yeah football player he was a giant actually (laughs) uh, and they but he was a black giant as well obviously because it's diverse (laughs) and they also had uh, at one point they had three asian children who they mocked that was was nice we'll get on to that we'll go through chronologically oh okay okay so the start start off it was just lots of uh black people we waited for an hour and a half this like I don't know if you can tell from listening to us, but we're not Americans. And we're not we, don't, we wouldn't sink that low no. by being that. So we, it started, the entire ceremony started at 1.30, but the coverage started at midnight for us. So we, we had to wait through an hour and a half. We had a long night ahead of us. With, with commercials every 15 minutes. Commercials of things that we, as British people, couldn't buy. Which made it all the more irritating. They do have fun commercials. The commercials ended up being more entertaining than the actual Oscar ceremony. Well, for the first an hour and a half, when they were just chatting, they it was a lot better. It got all right when it started getting into the actual ceremony. It got interesting. Yeah, it was very dull for the red carpet section. So I won't dwell on that too much. It's just awkward people. Should we move on to the uh, the meat being the ceremony itself? Yes. Okay. So. Opens <laughs> smash cut into the Oscars. Uh, we've you've got Chris Rock standing on the stage in a white suit, mm. and uh, he does his little opening spiel, as, and we're very familiar with opening spiels. Yeah. Um, but ours are usually about thirty seconds long, so I don't know what he's doing talking for about fifteen minutes about black people and racism. Yeah. Uh... It was the thrust of the ceremony. Uh, racism. The theme was racism to the point yes. where it became racist. That was the theme of, uh, of our prom. No, <laughs> uh, no, it wasn't. We all dressed up it as clansmen. More, de- more detestable. Uh, but <laughs> um, 
So yeah, he had a little bit of a joke, a little bit of a jest at the whole thing. He didn't... I mean, I like to say he didn't dwell on it for too long. That would be a lie. But the whole opening bit was. They kind of tried to separate themselves from it later on, but it didn't work. So, yeah, that happened. It was alright. It wasn't too funny. And then, you have to remind... Oh, the first first award mm. was uh, Best Writing. The first two awards were the best writing ones. Right, who introduced it? I don't was... know which one went first. Was this Sarah Silverman? But... Yes, uh... <laughs> this is what I was trying to segue into. Yeah, so Chris Rock, as you said, his opening monologue wasn't exactly overwhelming, but, you know, it was it charming. Wasn't... It wasn't offensively unfunny. <laughs> it wasn't the most awkward thing in the world. No, but what was the most awkward thing in the world was Sarah Silverman's uh, <laughs> bit, which was, I think, the least funny thing I've seen since the footage <laughs> from 9-11. Oh, uh, Jesus. <laughs> and even then, it's a contender. <laughs> it was, um, and she's generally quite a funny comedian as well. Like I've seen her. I actually watched School of Rock pretty recently, and she's in that. Mm. But like the, the whole point of her character in that is just to be detestable. And but in this, she was uh, genuinely let's be honest, detestable. Brilliant casting. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think I've seen like some of her stand up, and I've seen her in like occasional sitcoms, and I think she's quite, quite funny sometimes. But clearly not on the night of the Oscars. <laughs> I think what happened is she just said, "All right, guys, I got this. Don't, don't, no, don't write me a script. Put that pencil down. Don't write me a script. I'm gonna go out there. I'm gonna improvise, and it's gonna be brilliant." But then no one realised that she's not good at that. Well, you see, this is what happens when you invite a Jew to a black party, because she was out of place here. It was all for black people, but she was Jewish. I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not racist. It's the Oscars. We've had racist. enough of this in the past. What did we say about wait about Jews? Off the s- or <laughs> stop. Okay, stop. <laughs> All right. So onto the awards. This is what we really care about. Mm. I mean, this is what I was reminding myself the whole. This way is through. what the Oscars are meant to be about. <laughs> it's got to get better. There are rewards too. Uh, so best writing. I don't know how many of the uh, the films you've seen. I've seen disgracefully few. I've seen but, more um, in the past week. I've been trying to watch them. Big, big writing. <laughs> the big writing best short. <laughs> best adapted screenplay is the big short, supposedly. I haven't seen it. Uh, yeah, I've seen what, a bit of it. I watched it. I tried you, to watch what, it this do you week. Think it's, do you think it's just? No. It, okay. it was very creative well, the way they approached it. Um, because it was clearly, uh, it was a subject that you can't, you, it's a subject that's difficult to... Uh, appeal to everyone on every level. So clearly they had to be creative with the, the script to make it appeal to a lot of people. But the problem is it didn't appeal to everyone um, because it is about the housing market uh, which is ex- extremely dull and so they had to fill it out with weird cutaways to like Margot Robbie uh, talking to the, like uh, breaking the fourth wall, just like random cameos from people and people. It, it was it just felt odd and it didn't quite gel. Wow. I can't even imagine that. Yeah, <laughs> I think the whole reason that it was even nominated for Best Picture and loads of other things as well, it's not as a bad, it's a well-made film, but it has lots of good elements that don't seem to all gel together, and the reason it got nominated is probably because the people on the, who were voting for, in the Academy probably looked at it, and they were like, well, they really tried, they really <laughs> tried hard, they tried I mean, their best. it was weird, so... So it must be good. Yeah, uh, surely. And so by that logic, yes, it did deserve that award. <laughs> Alright, like, I don't care about ideas that have just been stolen. I want some original ideas. That's, where we, that's how we move on to best original screenplay. Oh boy. The winner of that is Spotlight. Spotlight. That was up against 
some very stiff competition from Ex Machina. Ah, yes. That, and that's who I think should Inside Out. Inside Out? <laughs> so I think, I assume you'll have some some qualms with this choice. What do you th- what did you think about this? Well, I think it was incorrect. That's my qualm, because oh. I think Ex Machina should have got it, because Ex Machina was my favourite film of the year, uh, but it didn't get it. So there lies the problem. Truly. Okay. <laughs> I, there's less to say about that, but I, we'll get onto Spotlight later, I think. So, I can't remember chronologically anymore, but uh, I think after this there was a song. Was there a song? I don't. Was it the man with the, the, like, the animal on his head? Was it someone else? What? <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. There was a man with an animal on his head. It was, I've forgotten this It entirely. looked like Roadkill or something. I can't remember his name. I don't know who any of the people uh, performing sitting were. Sitting Bull, I think. I think <laughs> that might have been uh, it. I can't. I thought Sam Smith. Oh, did it, all right. It probably was Sam Smith. Yeah. But... Yeah. I can't remember him having a dead rodent on his head. I'm but... pretty sure someone did. I think you were hallucinating that. All right. Well, yep. Sam. I remember Sam Smith. <laughs> uh, the curtains rose and there was a big circle. There was a big ball behind Which him. Which he loves. <laughs> Spinning. He loves. Oh, God, stop. Being, uh... <laughs> so, best achievement in cinematography. Uh, like I said, I've forgotten wh- which order this happened in. This is a week after it happened, and it happened very late or early, depending on how you think about it. So, um, best achievement in cinematography. That's two, two in a row from Emmanuel Lubezki, this time for The Revenant, last time for Birdman. Um... This one I actually have some something to input about, but I'll wait till you input. Do you want me to input what you're going to input inevitably anyway, or do you want me to... basically? All right, Roger Deakins didn't get it, I and know. there lies the problem. Do you want to do you want to explain I... why that is a problem? Well, because Roger Deakins, if you don't know who he is, then <laughs> I don't I don't know where you've been living in the past like twelve, thirteen years because he's been nominated practically every year. For a long time, he's been nominated thirteen times at this point, and he still hasn't won. Yeah, thirteen. One year he was nominated twice. Twice. He was going up against himself, and he lost. He lost to himself. He lost to himself in both both ways. (laughs) No, he didn't lose to himself. He lost twice to someone else. Well, so that's the another injustice. He's never won. But the thing is, for Sicario, I don't think he could have won. Because it's not Why like it's not? a bad film, but it's not a film that would have been accepted by the Academy. Uh, I think it came out at the wrong time. I think maybe it might have won had it come out later. Because that was one that came out in summer. Yeah, and by and by you know by Oscar it. season, everyone's forgotten about everything that happened before December. So, yeah. which is why there are so many films that we hadn't seen yet because they they hadn't even come out in the UK yet. Yeah, which is always a funny yeah. thing with the Oscars. It seems almost like they just put on the ones that they see most recently. Mm. So I think uh, I don't know if the Revenant deserved it. I think it was good in that in the cinematography sense. I don't. I don't think it was uh, as deserving as Birdman. Uh, yeah, no, it wasn't anywhere near as impressive as Birdman. Um, I think, oh, I don't know, just this year, I just didn't care about cinematography really this year. I just wanted Roger Deakins to get it, not particularly for Sicario, but just in general, I just think he, as a, as a human being. Uh, mm. But he didn't, so fuck it. 
Who's next? <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> best achievement in costume design. This is the one we were waiting for. This is um, the one that I this love. This is what we really care about. This is what films um, are all about. Well, in all honesty, we weren't waiting for it. I don't know if you can tell. But um, <laughs> we really did revel in it once it came up. Because the Oscars, they like having little montages before their awards. And... Um, in the original, the screenplay ones, they had little excerpts from the from the scripts, and uh, that was good. They had like little typewriter noises. Uh, cinematography, they just had shots from the film, which is kind of boring. But costume design, boy, was that fun, because uh, they got the the concept sketches from the film. Oh yeah, showed us. The screen. Yeah, yeah, all of them were fine. <laughs> Except for the Danish girl. The Danish girl was fantastic. <laughs> if you can find right now some images of uh, of the Danish girl uh, concept It'll sketches. be on Google Images now because it's... Uh... I, I found them immediately afterwards because they were hilarious. <laughs> like, a, a child could have drawn them. I think a child did draw them. Uh, it yes. was unbelievable. I, I can't even... It was, it was insulting they even got nominated because for one, before <laughs> before we even saw those uh, those pictures of what the actual concept art was, I was saying to you, I really hope Danish girl doesn't get it because it's just a bloke in a dress. That's pretty mm. easy to do. There's nothing impressive about that. I mean, compare I mean, it to something like Mad Max. If you compare it to piece. Mad Max, which is you know the amount of creativity that went into making those costumes, and compare mm. it to a bloke in a dress, and then just to add insult <laughs> to injury, it was a bloke in a dress drawn by a five-year-old. <laughs> And to think that got that Oscar. got nominated for a little golden man. What an insult. <laughs> Speaking of being nominated twice, uh, and then losing both times, uh, Sandy Powell of Carol and Cinderella got nominated for both of those. I just didn't win either. Uh, but lost to Jenny Beavum for, for a Mad Max Fury Road, which deser- deserved to win. It- I think. Well, we were. This is the point where our spirits rose. I think, because yes, because Mad Max started to win everything. <laughs> Basically, Mad Max seemed like the only film. It seemed like it was the underdog. And there was a glimmer. I kept saying, M- maybe it'll win Best Picture, and you were far more pessimistic about yeah. it. Yeah, and well, good thing I was. I thought, no, My pessimism turned out to be realism. Uh, but we'll discuss well, that later. So I just want good things to happen. They don't. I just want the world to be a better place. I just want I just diversity want... in the Oscars, alright? I just want good films to win Best Picture, alright? Alright? Well. Okay. Costumes are good, but what I like is sound. That's why we do a podcast, because we like I, sound. We like, we like talking into people's ears. And there are two sound. types of sound. There is sound that is mixed. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about that now. Alright. Oh, who won the sound mixing award? I know Mad who won Max. it. Mad Max won it. And this, it just it, further, it was, it was very exciting. Because this is the point where we mm-hmm. thought Mad Max was going to win everything. We thought they were going to win the Oscars, all of them. And it deserved it for this one, I think. Yep. This is one of the few that Star Wars was nominated for. Yeah. I think Star Wars, as well, Star Wars was impressive in terms of sound mixing, but it was all stuff, it wasn't original, a lot of it was reused from past Star Wars yeah. films. So, That's a point. Whereas Mad Max, even though obviously there have been other Mad Max films, this was a completely independent venture. And it was very mm. impressive. It sounded impressive. It was looked impressive, which is why I think it won the awards that it did, because it was like it. Its spectacle was incredible. Yeah. Uh, in terms of sensation, 
So that's why it won all of, all of these awards. And I think it deserved it. I can't remember who else was nominated. Star Wars, Mad Max. Uh, the, the Revenant. Because uh, that got nominated for everyone. Oh yeah, because it's the best best film. Even though it didn't win. Because <laughs> it is. It's the it best didn't win film. best film, but it's the best film. <laughs> we'll get on to that when we get to best film. So, sound editing. This is the other type of sound that you can this have. How one edited the sound. Mixing sound and uh, Mad Max won that Good. as well. Yeah. Fucking, they should just have a sound one. I don't see why it's editing and mixing. Yeah, I don't know how you can like differentiate sound editing from. I understand. Yeah, there the is a clear difference. But who's listening to it and saying, "Oh, the sound editing's good on this one, but the sound mixing is." Also, I gotta say, who who really cares as well? <laughs> like, most people <laughs> at home watching don't know the difference. And although it's <laughs> nice, be, to sort of. You the academy know. They know everything about. Clearly that, so. not. But anyway, yeah, Mad Max, good stuff. What was after that? Uh, we'll move on to best achievement in visual effects. Wait, did we not have any like pre- or visual did we not effects? Any performances between all this? Or oh, no. right. I'm I'm screw chronological. I'm done with that now. I'm just looking at the IMDb page for the Oscars. <laughs> okay. I because I can't remember. My mind was melting at this point because there were so many all right, adverts. All right. So, best achievements in visual effects. One by X Machina. The only Oscar it won. Wait, it it won that? I yeah. didn't. I can't. Even, I didn't even remember that. I thought it didn't win anything. All right, that's good. I'm glad. I'm, that's a great surprise to me. Even though I watched it a week ago, but that's a pleasant <laughs> surprise. Thank you for reminding me of that. Yeah, so good. It's, it's almost like I'm awarding you an Oscar. Thank you. I I think I really do deserve <laughs> it for having faith in X Machina. I would have liked it more if Mad Max had won it. Because it'd just be funny. Also, I like the fact that Andrew Jackson, what, like the seventh president of the United States, was involved in the visual effects for Mad Max. I like I, that. I have a feeling it's not the same Andrew Jackson, but I have nothing to disprove it, so... I don't see why it wouldn't yeah, be. That's a good point. I can't disprove it, like, like I said, so... Best achievement in makeup and hairstyling. Um, Mad Max won good. again. Good. Lots of people had lots of hair. I mean... What I would have preferred is if the film The Hundred Year Old Man Who Climbed Out of the Window and Disappeared one. Wasn't it just those because two? Were they like, oh, was there no, another one? No, The Revenant also. I swear there was one where it was just also two films. The Revenant. I think there was. I think The Hundred Year Old Man was. I can't remember. No, it, that only got nominated once. Uh, it was a funny moment in the montage for this when. Uh, when we were like, oh god, uh, what's going to win this one? I hope it's Mad Max. And then the hundred-year-old man who climbed out of the window and disappeared came up. And it's just a dude sitting in a chair. <laughs> a part of me thinks was that great. was for a joke. I have to say, like, I can't <laughs> imagine why they would choose that. Unless it was just, you know, cheer people up halfway through uh, the ceremony. It came out ages ago as well. I swear it came out like two it years ago. It might have been on um, festival circuits and stuff. Oh, stupid Oscars. Anyway, so... I think this is going to be a one that we need to talk about a lot, and that is uh, best original song. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, they performed three of the four. All right, one five, three of the five. I can't count. One of them was the Sam um, Smith, who we've already mentioned. First was the Sam Smith. We talked about the ball that was swiveling behind yep. him. Second was uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. That's which... the man with the squirrel in his head. Oh, I. Oh yeah. 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 Who's the third one? 
was Lady Gaga. Oh, we need to talk about this. Going mad on that piano. <laughs> we need to talk about this. This is well, the best thing to happen. No, the, it's such an odd thing because you don't, you didn't expect a song, because <laughs> who else but Vice President Joe Biden? Comes out of nowhere. He climbs out the curtain <laughs> and he, he says, "Hello, uh, <laughs> sexual assault on on university campuses is a bad Which thing," and then he slides off stage only to be replaced by Lady Gaga on a white piano, and then she starts singing. Uh, Till It Happens to You from the documentary The Hunting Ground uh, and then loads of uh, victims uh, or survivors I'm not not victim blaming him the survivors of sexual assault come out and then they start singing along with Lady Gaga and then she sort of gets swept away in the whole thing and starts kicking she starts having a fight with the piano yeah she's she stands up she starts kicking and it's I don't want to claim anything, but it seems pretty obvious she's not playing the piano. Well, and, okay, um, these are pretty big claims here. Um, I just... It didn't seem... Well, you mean, apart from the fact that she at one point had two hands on it, then no hands, then one hand, and yet it still <laughs> sounded like two hands. That's no proof. She's an artist. Well, this is what the Oscars <laughs> is about. The Oscars is about being awake at half three in the morning, wishing you were dead, and seeing the vice president of America... Introducing and Lady Gaga having a fight with a piano behind <laughs> a thousand rape victims with words written on their arms. That's what movies are all about. Yeah. This is why I hate movies. But despite that incredible performance, mm. it didn't win. No. No. Because the writing's on the wall by. S- <laughs> Sorry, I just read the second name again. This gave us a lot of. I mean, when it's. Three, four in the morning, and um, and you have very little like to, to remain living on. Like a name like this really makes you your it's really life cheered at me this up, point. To be it's, uh, it going. Okay, so here it is: the writings on the wall, written by Sam Smith and Jimmy <laughs> Napes, <laughs> and they kept saying Jimmy Napes, <laughs> and I couldn't stop. There's laughing. something great about a man called Jimmy Napes. I mean, it doesn't sound real. Either that or his parents so, really hated him. <laughs> well, they had the name too. Napes, so Mr. and Mrs. Napes. It's like eye for an eye, I isn't suppose. it? But Jimmy Napes. Jimmy <laughs> Samuel Napes. But like his real name is James Napier, which is worryingly close to the real name of the which Joker. Ch- That's probably why he changed it to the old Napes. Yeah, because he doesn't want, be, he doesn't want people to think he's a fictional character from a DC comic. <laughs> Yeah, that's why. Not because it's the Joker, because it's from DC Comics. <laughs> so yeah, there were some other songs too, but who cares about them? They don't get to have a performance. Even though that Manta Ray one sounded alright. Yeah. I, I said that that probably should have won, because I really don't oh, like the writing on the wall. It's stupid, and I hate Spectre. Anyway. I didn't care. Didn't um, the one so yeah. That, in, the, uh, in the acceptance speech, Sam Smith said about being mm. gay. First gay man to get an Oscar, he said. I think that was the symbolism of the swivelly ball I behind so. him. But he was also wrong. He isn't the first gay man to get an Oscar. Who was? I can't remember his name, but there was. Yeah, we did. We looked look it up, up. There was another guy. Uh, so, fuck you. <laughs> so yeah, screw you. Man. And he's not black. Um, so, you know. so let's keep the music train rolling. Um, and go to the best score. Oh. 
So I don't know about you, but I'm a big fan of Ennio Morricone. The ah, of this I remember this now. Oscar. Yeah, score. he's great, and he won. R- Good composer of su- of such films as The Good, The Bad, The Ugly, Fistful of Dollars, all the westerns you've ever cared about, and the Thing. He did the, the bloody Thing. thing. Uh, which has a bit of striking resemblance to the film he was nominated for, which is the because Hateful it was Eight. the same music. Yes. So that's kind of cheating. Yeah, but yeah, you know, it's still good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, I'm just gonna keep saying yeah. Um, one thing I'd like to mention is no, I haven't seen Carol, but Carter Burwell is like a ridiculously good composer. I've been listening to so much of his stuff recently because I found out he did this the score for Miller's Crossing. All oh, right. Uh, that Coen Brothers film, and that is so good. So just a recommendation if you want to watch, if you want to listen to a good score. And watch a good film. Just watch. Do you think he should have won it? Okay. I haven't seen Carol, so I wouldn't be able to rate it. Uh, but, say it um, anyway. I've seen. I've only seen. I've seen actually the other three on that list. But um. Wait. So you no, only seen it? I prefer. You only seen Hate Play? Music. No, I hadn't seen. Oh it. right. I I've seen Sicario, Star Stars Wars, and Bridge of Spies. Stars Wars should have got it because. Because. So this is one that I think we care about the most. It's best, best. film that is short. It's the best short oh, film. Yeah. Is this? Did this have the intro by <laughs> Louis C.K.? Now yes. this was the no oh. no what no 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 he did best short documentary. Oh yeah. Okay. So this is um. This is one we care about. How many of these did you see? I prior? can't remember what any of them are. I saw one of them, and that's Sanjay Super. Oh, I remember. I saw none. Didn't yeah. win. I still haven't. I don't care. I only saw Sanjay Super Team because it was before The Good Dinosaur, which is an awful film. But, um... Bear Story 1, whatever. Carry on. <laughs> that was the best animated short. Now, best live-action short. I haven't seen any of these either. So, uh, Stutterer won that. Well done, mate. Um, best documentary short. Oh, Louis C.K. did I... the intro for this. Yeah, and this was very It was the fun. only really good intro because it was... And then it was scuppered by the woman coming on and saying, Now I've won two! Yeah. Which there were some awful. really bad um, uh, like speeches. And they were... At this, uh, speaking of speeches, yeah. right at the end of every speech, <laughs> yeah. the, e- the exit music to get people off the stage was Ride of the Which Valkyries. Which is funny, because I'm pretty sure that's the same music that played at Nazi rallies. Yeah, well, it just reminded me of Apocalypse Now. Oh, that makes more sense. I just imagine some... RC helicopters coming in and dropping napalm on them to try and I get wish them off. They did. <laughs> it would have spiced up. The only yeah, person who the wasn't subjected to having Ride of the Valkyries played over their speech was Leonardo DiCaprio, who got to go on for as long as he yeah. bloody liked. And this was at five in the morning. I wanted to go to sleep, and he was yapping on about climate change. Oh, who cares? Ah. Make a movie. God. You prick. Get Al Gore. Bring on. us Al Gore. Alright. Best documentary. I, we had a little bit of a we we, I don't know what you I think you said the look of science was yep. gonna win, I said Amy was yep. gonna win and yeah, I was right. right. It's the same guys who did um, Senna, which I've heard is about, good. <laughs> I haven't about seen Michael Senna. That's awful. Anyway, we found this funny because there's a guy called James Gay Reese. <laughs> um, I can't remember. Yeah, and he co-created. That's not funny. It's one of the it's the it's the little things that really uh that poke you up. Mm. So. Best foreign film. They're all great. This one. 
You said a war was going to win, I believe. I said Son of Saul was going to win. And this film hasn't come out yet, where we live. Isn't that fun? We can't see any of these fucking films. It's so stupid. Anyway, I really want to see Son of Saul. Obviously, I haven't yet. But, um... Yeah, it yeah, won. Good. Son of Saul won. About Jews and that. So, best best animated feature. For, here's one that we can care about. <gasps> so, Inside Out. Bollocks. Won Bollocks. it. No, it it's not the best film of the year. Mr. Mark Kermode. <laughs> yeah. I know he's listening. Uh, well, if you don't know who Mark Kermode is, he's a very famous film critic in the UK, and it's his favourite film of 2015. And he said it should win Best Picture. I don't. Get, there was actually. What else was going for? Anomalisa. That's what I thought should have won it. I've seen it. I've seen, seen it. it in the cinema. Oh. And it's really good. What it's really it like? weird. Uh, but it's it's just in terms of the animation, it looks really nice. It's really clever. It's like creative and interesting. Uh, and Inside Out wasn't, and that's why I thought Anomaly should have got it. And it was, yeah, it's just really different. It's like you don't usually see something like that. It was like a little bit wanky, but uh, be bearably so. <laughs> it was good. Well, I think Sean the Sheep. Yeah, we saw fun. that as well. We saw anyway. a lot of animated ones actually, because we're children. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think Sean the Sheep. It was all right. <laughs> Whatever, it's got better animation I think than Inside Out, just because it's stop motion. Yeah, more impressive. <laughs> so, this is the one we're on about: best achievement in production oh, design. Boy. I can't remember who won. Ah, oh, is this Mad Max? There Mad we go. Max. Good, good. If it's a technical one, Mad Max won it. That's yep. how it works. Yep. If it's an important one, Mad Max didn't win it. Yeah, I just say yeah. That's right. Did you see the cars? Yeah. There was just such creativity. They're all like loads of cars put together. Were, it was pretty it was good. Great. I couldn't do that. Could you? I can. Yeah, I probably could, but it looked like terrible. Thing. That's why you haven't yeah. got a fucking Oscar. The Revenant can piss off, is what I say to it's that. It's just treason, that. Jesus. So, I'm at the bottom of the list on IMDb, and it's got the honorary... Honor the honorary awards and uh, this honorary award was a Spike Lee joint because uh, Spike Lee won an honorary award and so did Gina Rollins yep. who I'm unaware of I also all I know about them is they won an honorary award this year mm. this is one I it's the Gene Hersholt humanitarian award that's won by Debbie Reynolds that's good because we know who she yeah. is. I watched Singing in the Rain last night. Do you think she deserved that award? I, um, I don't know what I don't know what the criteria for the humanitarian award is, and I don't know much about Debbie Reynolds outside of films. Being good but movies. Yeah. yeah, sure, she yeah. did. Well done, yeah. Debbie. Sorry you're too dead to be here with us today, but if you were, is she dead? Wait, isn't she? I think she is because they had that thing in the montage where everyone was talking about her, but she wasn't I think accepting she's it. Dead? Oh God! Hope she's dead. Hope she's dead. No, um, <laughs> I don't hope she's dead. She's great. Anyway, so we'll get into the big oh, ones, uh, but I think we should have an interlude okay. here. With um, I think we need to mention something that's been on my mind since the beginning, which is the musical. Oh, I'm so glad this. you brought this up because it was amazing. Because. They spent their time going down the list of every film song of all Whether time. it was relevant to the uh, to the, the <laughs> yeah. award or not. To... 
there are a couple good moments. Like my top three musical cue moments. I'll go down them now. When, <laughs> for instance, when Chris Rock came out and they started playing the theme yeah, from Shaft. I knew you were say that one. That was fantastic. <laughs> it was just. It was a very fun juxtaposition of someone who kept condemning racism uh, and then the Shaft theme playing. Uh, another one, uh, I'd say every time they try and get someone off with Ride of the Valkyries. And sometimes that was <laughs> really so funny. awkward as well because the people just weren't leaving. It's yeah. point where I just but to my absolute favourite, my number one musical cue is when I was about to just die. <laughs> I was about to just end it, and and they start playing. Um, was it like raindrops? Oh, what was raindrops it? What keep they... on my head? Yeah, they start playing raindrops keep falling this was on like my head from Butch Four Cassidy. in the morning. It was the most cheery version. I of thought it as well. I was in the <laughs> like... the cuckoo's nest. I thought I'd finally snapped. <laughs> I can't stand this anymore. Raindrops keep falling on my head. <laughs> It was just a perfect summation of how I was feeling. I was at that ready point. to go out and start killing people at this point. It was just really bad. <laughs> it was like there was a freeze frame on me, as in the film, and uh, and it just summed up my impending death, yep. as it did in the film. Yeah, very fitting. That was it. Was genuinely my favourite part of the entire ceremony. Just wondering what was going to come up next in the. Uh, the they were super cues. bizarre. There was like music from Jurassic Park for no fucking reason. There was, there was like <laughs> yeah. um, oh, it was just absolutely completely like dirty dancing music to like best cinematography. That's probably not true. But <laughs> if it like was that. in a film, it was totally going to be. I think there must have been it. some sort of error. The composer forgot his book of sheet music or whatever and so they just picked up a hundred greatest movie scores or whatever and just yeah. like right we're playing these tonight lads that must have been it because it was just it was nonsensical to the point where it was laughable it was insane I thought I was going insane well I was laughing so we've had our fun we've had our racism yep. and ate it too and uh, we've had our music and uh, different people have given awards. Oh, some children gave some awards as so well, Superman. and some droids, oh, and some minions. Yeah. So, some minions. You now don't even awards. have to be a human being. You can be an animated image. Well, Ted gave an award a couple of years ago, <laughs> and uh, Woody, Woody and Allen. Buzz gave oh. an award uh, from Toy Story, not Full Metal Jacket. <laughs> Which is, they sound like characters from Full Metal Jacket, and that'd be funny. Anyway, uh, yeah, and then the the person from Beast of No Nation, some person, I don't know, and the kid from Room gave Together. an award. Uh, yeah, that, that was, was all, all right. fun. Just... But f- playtime's over, is how they say, and uh, we got to move on to the big hitters. And that we're talking about best achievement in oh, directing. Boy. Now it was kind of it was from the get go. It was kind of obvious who was going to win this. But we, we were, we were hoping, hoping, Miller. hoping beyond hope that George Miller would win because he because he deserved he, to. Yeah, win. I mean he made Happy Feet. So, I mean not this year, yeah. but he did make it at one point in his career. I wish you would have said Happy Feet too there because it would have been a way better joke. But um, uh, the real winner in my heart and in our heart and in the Academy is Alejandro Gonzalez in year two for The Revenant because he was a yeah, dick. Yeah, he was horrible to his crew. Uh, he went to unnecessary lengths to make his film authentic. 
and that's really what a director is all about yeah yep. and so he won best director for being an awful man best director but terrible person and his hair looks a mess true and so we move on to best performance by an actress in a supporting role. I think this was like the first. I swear this was the first one, or was it just as my concept of time just? Com- it wasn't the first award. It, well, it might have been. Fucking, I don't care. It was, it was Alicia Vikander. I don't care. Why did you ask? It was Ex Machina. Wait, was it? No, it wasn't. It was Ex Machina. It was the Danish girl starring Ex Machina. It was a Danish girl called Ex Machina. Yeah. 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 Um. Uh. Pff- it happens. I don't really care about this award. <laughs> it was won by the Danish yeah. girl. Did anyone care about the Danish girl? I haven't seen the Danish, Danish girl. Danish I've seen girl. the poster. Um, it's about. I've seen Eddie Redmayne looking like a woman yep. on it. I'm just glad that he didn't win Best Actor, but I mean that wasn't going to happen, was it? So. <laughs> That's so funny. Anyway, like, what was it up against? I don't know, maybe Carol could have, any, I, I don't care like I say I don't care so best actor in a supporting role this... I've seen quite a few of these ones and by quite a few I mean two out of five not but it was majority. one of those two that one it was Mark Rylance Rylance R- Mike Rylance. Rylance from Wolf Hall where? <laughs> from Bridge of oh. Spies he played a spy and he was good yep. that, and that's why he won that's how it yep. works alright I kind of think Tom Hardy should. No, won. actually, Tom Hardy should have won just because he's in so many fucking movies this year. I mean, he should I get know. the achievement for trying so hard to get an Oscar and <laughs> failing so badly. We'll get on to trying so hard to get an Oscar oh. in a moment. Are we going to try and get an Oscar after Best that, Actress? We'll just Brie Larson. Brie Larson, the lady in the room. Deserved. I haven't seen any. Have you not seen films. the room? No. Oh, so that was what she was in. That was a good thing. When people confuse room with <laughs> the room. It was really good. That made me laugh a lot. <laughs> they might think that it's just a, a small I've, blunder. I think but, that uh, the person who said the room has never seen the room or is unaware of what the room is. I, I reckon they've never heard of the room. But if the they room. knew what the room was. I was hoping at one point that... Uh, if they cared about their job, they'd actually learn the name of the film they're talking about. Go on. Yeah. But the room didn't win because it wasn't nominated because it was made in two thousand and three, I think. That's why. That's the only reason why. So um, unfortunately, we didn't see Tommy was a pick up his award. Brie Larson got it for best actress. Best actress, no. Brie Larson snatched it from him. And then we move on to the best, the best actor, not supporting. They don't need supporting. Yeah. Okay. So this is what annoys me about Leonardo DiCaprio. It's the Roger Deakins yeah. thing earlier. <laughs> I just hate that people keep going on about Leonardo Redaptio and Roger Deakins is 13 That's more than in. double this guy, DiCaprio. What is this? Like, Leonardo DiCaprio's sixth nomination. I mean, that's a lot, but that's not even half of the Deakins. It's a great injustice, but it's because everyone knows who Leonardo DiCaprio is, whereas not as many people know. Yeah, and he makes faces His face on the is screen. on the screen. Roger Deakins is like a poor man's Jimmy Savile. So he's not going to win anytime soon, is he? <laughs> well, he looks like it. He's not he's as good not, as cinematography. He's not. He's not light. He looks like it, but he's not. You actually don't know like that. But no. you don't. I'm, I'm not saying he is, but you don't. Shut up! Stop know. talking. <laughs> God, you're like a rancor, and I'm the rancor <laughs> handler. I can't help it. Oscars are too white. <laughs> <sighs> 
I don't know about. You said you wanted Trumbo yep, to win trumpet. that. Trumpet. I haven't seen it. that to win. That's a reference that is not. E no one will understand that. It will be a magician who knows that. It will be a miracle if someone gets the Trumpesto. Oh, I know that. It was pretty funny. Uh, yeah.